now time for a very back alley edition of Game Pass or Pop or Pass. The podcast where we play, I'm keeping that. The podcast where we play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service and tell you which games to pass on to your friends and which games to simply pass on by. And on this week, we hit the streets. We hit this them is about so time hard. To get back to the streets. That's where I'm from. And we we were so angry about it. And we had some rage we had to deal with. Not not Bethesda's rage, but Streets of Rage 4. Throwback. I'd have heard about it. But before oh, you that. Might not have, actually. Before that, I am Corey. I am joined by Basher. What's the deal, good sirs? Before we talk about Streets of Rage 4, we got to talk a little bit about um, you suggesting some games to us. The, the Game Pass Day 1 releases are slowing down a little bit, so now's the time that we can maybe uh, play some other games. Why don't you email us at gpopfans at gmail.com and tell us what you like about the show and tell us some games you want to you want us to check out. Tell us some games that you discovered on Game Pass, and maybe we'll play them and we'll pass it along. And while you're at it, why not give us a rating? They really help out. They really, they really do. But let's talk about Streets of Rage 4. This is developer. I have the old notes in here because it is not Splash Dash Emu. That that is not that is not a real developer. So I'm gonna butcher this because it's a French developer. Dot uh, Emu, with in collaboration with Lizard Cube and Guard Crush Games. Regularly priced at $24.99. Available on PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox, of course. Does not have crossplay though. Even all these platforms, and it does not have crossplay. Not even between Xbox Live, um, you know, PC and Xbox. But it does have cloud saves. So if you are playing on one or the other and you want to take that data over, you can do that. As of right now, there's no DLC, and for you Xbox One X enhanced owners, unfortunately, you don't get any X enhanced features. So it's lacking a little bit on the crossplay and the X enhanced, but the style of game, it's not a huge deal. So. Streets of Rage 4. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh, so, my first... Uh, uh, quick story. I uh, download this game. I launch it. Get it to run. I play the first level. My first thought was, okay, I don't have to play this ever again. I'm done. <laughs> I, I had no good. luck with this game. Like immediately, I'm just like, yes, this, this is not grabbing me. Uh, up the difficulty a little bit, I kept playing, and I realized this beat 'em up has way more depth than I first thought. And it's the good kind of depth, whereas was like, you can still cheese the heck out of it, and it's almost okay. I'm a, I, this this one I think might grow on me. Yeah, no. So Streets of Rage is a side-scrolling beat 'em up, um, and it's God. When was the last one? So Streets of Rage was that was mainly a Sega franchise, if I am remembering correctly. Yes. I guess I could have looked it up, but I'm not going to. Um, because RTX voice doesn't filter out my keyboard. I'm very upset about this. Nvidia. Tapping right now. I can hear a word. You jerks. I'm Tila. Can you hear that? Wait, no, I can't. What? No way. Oh, it's super light. It's, it's, it's super low now. I have to listen for it now. This this is insane. This is insane. This is it's not the RTX down. podcast, but this is this is awesome. Um, no, so Streets of Rage uh, is mainly a Sega franchise, and it's it was 
it was never a game that really struck me though. I play a lot of side scrolling. You're music. wrong. Streets of Rage was dope. I, I'm not saying it wasn't dope. I'm just saying it never grabbed me for whatever reason. Um, even though it was, it was kind of. I don't want to say it was the de facto, but I remember at least looking at it now, people really enjoyed those last couple Streets of Rage games. Streets of Rage 2 and 3 particularly. Um, and I I am a huge fan of these games in terms of the genre. Uh, I have played even the obscure ones. I have played The Death and Return of Superman. Why? It's it's an okay beat-em-up. I really like it because you play as all these different characters. But in terms of just... A beat-em-up needs to be good when, when you... Each character feels unique, they feel different, and it has a skill ceiling that is not immediately noticeable. Noticeable. You, you, you learn things as you go, you discover different combos, you discover different ways to juggle, and that's where Streets of Rage was always great, and that's where bad beat-em-ups like The Death and Return of Superman and Batman Returns fail, because you just literally walk around and punch people in the face. That's all you do. Two crew dudes. What? Have you ever played Two Crew Dudes? No, I've never. Oh, man, you have some two, two Crew Dudes. It's uh, about Two Crew Dudes, and uh, it's, it's not good. <laughs> I just, oh, that was the Genesis game as well, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would you classify Comic Zone as a beat-em-up? Uh, I'm not a freaking idiot, so no. See, I wasn't. That's an, that's an action. That hard. <laughs> that's an action and. That's not action According to Google, this is a beat em up. Comic Zone? Comic Zone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Mm. I, I guess why wouldn't it be, though? Why wouldn't it be? It's not. If you oh, take Streets man. of Rage 4 and just instead of going left or right, you went left, right, then back down left, it's, it's the same concept. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. It, Let's move on. <laughs> so Streets of Rage 4, um, to get back on track here. So it is a beat-em-up, and it's a it's a dang, it's a dang good beat-em-up. Like you said, first level, I was kind of like, okay, like I see what you're That's doing. That's what it was. That's what it was. That's I, see, all it was. I see what you're putting down. Like this is you're walking around, you're beating them up. Then you keep playing more and just like, all right, like I did a little did a little mm-hmm. sweet combo that I bounced this guy off the wall. That was cool. I can customize what my my, my uh, health pickup looks like. I went with the cheeseburger obviously as well as the pizza slice obviously. You go pizza slice uh shout out to tmnt in time exactly tm i was more of the tmnt arcade game guy is still still very good still very good yes yes the turtles in time was that's a good game that's a good game don't get me wrong um is that on the snes classic i don't remember if it is i want to play that now but so it, it took a couple levels for me to to sort of warm up to it but then you start I don't know. There's just like the way the, music flow. Is, the art there's style flow in this game, yeah. man. Yeah. And, and like, it's, uh, it's good. Like it's really good. <laughs> like it's, it's one of those games that it doesn't. So we, we were talking about like, like a game like dark souls and difficulty and it doesn't tell you anything. So it's super cryptic. And it's like, well, I know I couldn't or supposed to do that or could do that or whatever. This mm-hmm. is one of those games where, the simplicity of it is kind of the magic because there's a depth to it, like I said, that is that is hidden behind that. So, like, when you first knock a guy up into the air, the instinct is to keep swinging, of course. Then you're like, wait, I can juggle that, I can juggle that enemy. Okay, all right, good to know. And it's like, 
Oh, he hit the he hit the edge of the screen and then he bounced back. I can continue juggling. I see. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, I can knock him into the screen, off of the screen, and then to my to my uh, core partner here, and then we can juggle them in between each other. Yep. This is getting kind of nasty. Add into that the 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 special moves that I am a big fan of because. So often in these games, you have the special move system where, and it was actually in Streets of Rage, where it's like if you if you do if you hit the two buttons at the same time, you do super move, but it takes health away. In this game, you do that super move, you can get that health back as long as you keep hitting things and you don't get hit. And I think that's just part of a that's that's a just an undercover genius mechanic that just keeps you going and keeps you in this game. And I just love how it promotes the beat 'em up aspect of the genre. Yeah, definitely. And it's I I want to keep playing it because I look online at people that are good at this game, and like I thought I was decent at it. Like like oh yeah, like I can do some basic juggling, and I I get I get some sweet defenses where the dude's about to like charge me, and I, I hit that special button just quick enough that I knock him out of air. I'm like yeah. Then I see people that know how to play it. I'm like whoa, <laughs> like. I didn't even know you could do half this stuff. Like the stuff that like blows my mind is when people will combine a combo by like tapping the attack button twice, but not finishing the combo, but mm-hmm, then they're still mm-hmm. stunned. And then they can get a couple more hits in. Cause they do that. Like, like you said, there, there's a flow there that it doesn't teach you, but it's very discoverable because at some point you're going to do something different, you know, because you're being attacked or you're trying to dodge something, etc. So you're going to, to learn how to sort of attack better but it also the enemy variety is is enough that it's going to encourage you to try different things. I don't love all the enemies. I think some of like god the dudes with the shield man those guys those guys and the karate guys. Those karate guys I don't like them. The karate like guys are whatever to me. I agree with you with the shield guy cuz the shield guy is in every action game. <laughs> like where it's like they show up, they have a shield, and it's like okay, so I have to break your shield before I do anything else, and it's and it, and it just always just sets you back. Uh, and it's it's, it's, it's and, very and cheap. They're never, yeah, exactly. They're cheap. They remind me of freaking Maximum Carnage shield guys. Were those guys? Wait, is that the right game? I don't remember which game. There was a game where the dude with the shield and he moves slowly, and you want to hit him, but somehow they always hit you first. <laughs> And that, it's like the knife guys in this game. The knife guys in this game. The knife guys. Uh, <laughs> I'm so, okay. I love, hate the knife guys. So the knife guys essentially are, it's just a guy that double holds like a butterfly knife, like with both his hands, and he'll just, he'll just run at you. And you yeah. think he's the easiest guy to dodge or deal with because he's going so slow with the smallest weapon in the game. But who holds a knife like that? Nobody. <laughs> I don't know. I can dodge bosses and the shield guy. I can dodge anyone else, but I love him because it's the same enemy that annoyed me back when I was a kid playing this game. Because I'm like, wait, how is he hitting me? He was directly on top of me. There's no way he can just move down and just I get hit by a knife. But you get stabbed by a knife all the time by that guy. He just it's. What's weird is when I'm fighting other people and all of a sudden one of those guys is like, cause they can go and pick up the knife. 
Like, they don't have to spawn with the knife. They will go and get the knife. And whenever that happens, I have, like, a mini panic attack. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, oh, God. Like, and I just wait. I'm like, he's going to start running. He's going to start running. Oh, yeah. I, I and playing, I'm waiting I was for it. Out with snaps. I'm like, he, he, he was fighting a guy over there. I'm like, dude, like, he dropped the knife. He's going for the knife. Go get the guy for the knife. I'm like, got the knife. You don't know what you've know. just done. <laughs> <laughs> you have killed us all, sir. <laughs> And the difficulty spike um, is a a a well earned one, I want to say, because once you get into that flow, you think you got it, and then there are situations where you're like, oh, I I, I don't really got it, and and it, it forces you to play differently. It doesn't force you to beat your head against the wall and kind of say oh well this sucks or or whatever but it's like it's really just forced you to play a different kind of way and i really appreciate that as well i i was gonna say i yeah it definitely it it's a lot the game is longer than i anticipated i was thinking like 10 levels but it's like 12 i think um and some of those levels are really awkwardly short but i will agree yeah like so kind of about like level four or five i was like okay like i'm i'm sort of i don't want to say like i've mastered it but like i've got the flow down and everything and then the different enemies that it starts throwing at you but it's also it's almost like a doom like to where when they start combining different enemies it sort of really changes up how you're playing and that's that's the sign of good enemy design for me is when just by combining them it creates a not a frustrating um flow but a flow that forces you to adapt and that's i think that's always a strong case for a beat em up like this kind of thing. So absolutely because they, they, they all work together. And I think the, <clears throat> and I, and I'm going to use this word again. I think the genius um, uh, design, this is the fact that the enemy AI and the new enemies that they added are so, they still worked with, Excuse me. They still work with the older mechanics in the game because as you progress through this game, based on your score, you unlock the old characters, the old sprites with the old sounds, the old moves. So you can play as Axel from Super Rage One, have no dash, uh, not have the two super moves, um, and feel severely handicapped at first but then you realize the enemies were designed for that character as well like so like you can play as literally any character and feel right at home where and not ever feels too handicapped in fact i actually got to the point where i where i uh unlocked a streets of rage 3 character uh was it blaze yeah blaze the girl um and she still had the cheap uh uh, I think like a backflip kick. You just roll bosses with this kick because there's there's some invisibility frames in there that they did not take out of the game, and it's just like you're playing old school beat 'em up with a new school feel with this surprisingly in depth gameplay. Like I um by by the halfway through this game, I was just more and more surprised at how they were able to throw in everything into this game, but 
there not be a lot at all, really, yet be complex enough to hold your attention. Right. And I, so I, I'm, I'm all about this game. Um, but I do want to say that it is sort of, um, you know, we, we, I feel like we've been using the word homage on this show very frequently lately. And I don't know why that is. You have um, not been here. So life. yeah, maybe it, it's just a word stuck in my head. I think back to our very first episode. Do you remember what game we played? Of course I do. This is the part you say it. What? What's, what's this up, is man? the part you say the game. Oh, yeah. Oh, you want me to actually say it? Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm, I'm I, testing I, I, your knowledge. <laughs> um, what was our first game? Full Metal Furies. That's right. Uh, it was. Full, yeah, I remember that game. I like that game. Yeah, so I think of that game and I think of like Scott Pilgrim vs. the World and Castle Crashers. And that's sort of the modern uh, beat-em-up, right? Like, they do so much more. Like, they, they've, they've taken the genre and sort of right. uh, expanded on it in a, in a very different way. And I, I, don't, I don't usually bring this up because the nature of Game Pass is um subscription base etc but like this game is 25 dollars. that's that's a lot man <laughs> like that's a lot for a game that you finish pretty quick and like you definitely can go back and play it again and and um there, there's more to extract from it but when you compare it to something like a castle crashers or a full metal furies or furries whatever it was and a scott pilgrim versus the world like those games were not only cheaper but they did significantly more. And this game is is straight up, like, this is Streets of Rage 4. You know, it it is not a retelling. It is not a rebranding. It is not a revolutionary. Like, this is a straight up sequel. So I'm not mad at the game for that, but I just think it's kind of weird that it's priced so high. And it it's, like, I feel like this would be like a $10 thing, right? Like, it's like oh, like, we, we made another one of these, you know, like, like Sonic Mania. Like, this is exactly what you want it to be. This is exactly what you think it is. And... I'm almost kind of like, man, I really wish they would have put all that stuff into it because I want to see what this game would look like with all of the extra stuff that has come with this genre now. Um, again, that's not a criticism, but I just wanted to kind of say, like, it's kind of strange that they're treating this game the way that they are. Uh, I think I think that could be a criticism. I mean, especially when you compare it to games that came out like in in the job like like the game you just said it and you get so much more in terms in terms of just content. Uh, so I think I think that's a fair thing to bring up because like you said the game is not long but it's longer than you think it is and once you beat it you could be done with it you could run I mean I'm gonna run through it a couple more times but honestly yeah I I like, there's there's enough that the characters play differently that I that you can get more out of it kind of thing, but I don't like. I, it's it really is just the price for me that's sticking out. Like again, but if you have a Game Pass subscription, which you probably do if you're listening to this, like that that's not a big concern, right? Um, but it like it, if if you were asking me if you don't have Game Pass, like if someone came up to me and was like, I don't have Game Pass, but I want to play Streets of Rage, I'm like, it's a steep price, like. Like twenty five dollars is a lot of money for what this game has to offer. Um, so, yeah, I don't. 
I, I, again, I, like I'm not arguing yeah. with that because there's just not there's not a lot of it's one of those games that is like uh, it burns twice as bright and it's, it's as, and it's out just twice as fast because there's not a lot of meat in the bones here, but it's it's a situation where it's actually perfect for Game Pass because of that. Because to your right. point, if you ask me to drop 25 on this, knowing what I'm going into, I'd probably say I'll oh, wait till it's like 15. But uh, I'd say 10. But I got. But yes. <laughs> I mean, I put I put an extra five on this. But I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm a sort of a sort of a Sega Sega nerd. So I I, I get a little more behind seeing the uh, the old school Axel and Sora and Skate and. And, and all these characters, so like, I, and I want to play. I want to play as them, all of them. So like, it's. So for me, like, I'll, I'll agree with that completely. Just, I wish there was more here, but at the same time, like, having what is here is very ball. good, right? I, right. I don't, I, I don't want to play that game of like, of well, this is what it should have been, kind of thing. I, I don't, I hate that argument. Um, and you know, like the possibilities, but when what is here is very good. Um, so I, I, I like the music a lot. I like the aesthetics a lot. Uh, I think it looks pretty neat. Uh, the animations are super, super solid. And everything that it's doing is is good. And I, I want to emphasize that over what it's not doing. I just want to make that make that clear. Yeah, definitely. Definitely just give, just give it that, like... I, I guess my question to you is, who did you end up main? Did you main the same character all the way through, or did you play off different characters and find different ones that you liked? So I, forgive me, I don't know the names of any of the characters. Uh, uh, you got Axel, you got Blaze. So Blaze was the one with the guitar. Yeah, he has a guitar. No, Blaze is the, the the lady. Well, there's two ladies. Blaze is the the, the the kicking lady. Cherry's the other one. I want to Cherry. Say. Okay. Yes. So I started with Cherry, um, and she was kind of cool. But then I tried Axel, and I don't know. To me, Axel felt kind of um, I don't say boring, but he was just kind of there. And then I switched to Blaze, and then I sort of stuck with Blaze, and then <laughs> I unlocked uh, Adam. So. Adam ended up sort of being what? He's like the heavy essentially. No, that's Floyd. Yeah, um, right. No, so Adam is the first guy that the, the first character that you actually unlock. Like he's not right. a retro character. Like he is a retro character, but this version of him is um uh it's a modern character. He's he's kind of like an unlockable character. So I stuck with him mainly because I really enjoyed his his special abilities. So his like so basically like the special abilities you've got a defense You've got an offense, and then you've got a moving one. Am I making that up right? Is there three or two? Uh, of the special oh, they're, they're jumping, jumping. So, so Adam's defensive special ability—he basically just does like a like a roundhouse kick, and I use that a lot to sort of um, uh, defensive because I'm really bad at the people that do like jump kicks. Always get me. I don't know why. A jump kick is my kryptonite. So with him, I could just tap that Y button, and it was very good defense, and it was very quick. So long story short, I, I stuck with Adam, but I think Blaze was probably my my first my first main. So. 
Yeah, Bla- Blaze specifically from season from, from uh, three. When you unlock that character, she's just kind of broken. I'm a big fan. She's still kind of broken. Yeah. So I definitely I, w- I want to check out the rest of the characters, but you basically unlock them by just keep playing. Um, there's not a there's not a certain thing you have to do. It's it's all score based, and so there's quite a few characters. I think there's what twelve total. Um, so. It, well, I think it's it's there's 12 characters to unlock plus the four. So there's 16 right. characters in this game, um, and they all definitely play a little bit different. But no, this is a game that I'm definitely going to like. I'll throw this in when I've got half an hour sometime and and sort of revisit it and then unlock a new character and check it out and keep playing and and go from there kind of thing. So absolutely, uh, I was a, a big fan. Like like the boss fights especially was uh were were fun for me because it's like the boss the bosses had their own little Actually, actually, well, before we get the boss fight, I think my I think my favorite level was the one because I first ran through most of it solo, and I love the 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 stage where you go through the dojo and they throw just wave after wave after wave of enemies at you. Yeah. And it felt like that scene in the in like in the in the raid or or or, or uh oh what's that what's that what's that other movie the other movie. Oh, Lonely Boy, but just that that it's, it's like one long hallway fight scene, and just like oh, it yeah. felt just it's like a rush, like oh, like you think you have because you you fought these characters so many times during the gameplay so far, you're like ah, oh, these guys are easy, just like oh wait, there's like 15 of them on screen, like and it just felt real, it, it felt like a good and then for a game called Streets of Rage, it's it really brought some rage to the streets. It's like this is a lot happening right. at once. It is, it is, a, it is a good time. And it's, I'm, I'm just really surprised that I really love Streets of Rage again. Like I'm just, I guess wasn't expecting it. Yeah, I, yeah, the name of the movie was Old Boy, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. I, it was bugging me because I knew Lonely Boy wasn't right, and it's absolutely it, wrong. It took it took me longer than I'd like to admit to find it. Um, no, I agree. Like this is this is a really cool throwback, and it's it's done in a way that I really enjoy. So, so I think it's time. I mean, I I think I think we gave it away. Game pass or pass? Uh, let's pass on to some buddies. Yeah, I think I think if you don't play, if you have, I I played this game solo. I did not play with anybody, and I still had a great time. But I think even. You know, if, obviously this should be played with friends, but if not, you can still play. Play this game. It's a really I mean, cool. You don't really need friends. I mean, like it felt good solo. Right. As I'm saying, it's either way, it's good. Um, but I mean, beat 'em ups are always more fun when you've got more people, right? Like, it's a little weird. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was a little weird. Like, I got like the flow. The flow is different. That's all I just thought. That's how. That's why I put it. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know, man. Now you're making me. Second, no, I'm just kidding. Um, all right, so yes, Streets of Rage 4, you should play that. You should play that game. So, But all right, that is going to do it for this episode. So now when it comes time to talk about next episode, and we it's a little up in the air. So we were going to play Moving Out, but it does not have online co-op. <laughs> so that normally this was a game we would play because it was a day one um uh, I won't say release, but it was Game Pass thing, and the the listing for Xbox Live is wrong. It says that it has online co-op, but it doesn't. 
very disappointing. So how is that possible? But your other games, like it's just weird. It's... Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So we are debating between we started playing Human Fall Flat, and but we also have to go back to Halo. So which which one? I mean, gotta finish the fight. Oh man, you want to go? You want to go back to Halo over Human Fall Flat? I mean, we've we've been saying we're doing uh, Halo for quite a while here. As long as as long as we get them all out before Infinite, <laughs> that's all I care about. No, I I I'm honestly fine with Halo. I'm just being a jerk. So I'm I'm just trying to think like because uh, my thing. Well, we'll talk more about Halo and what I think about it actually because. I enjoy going back through these games because of uh, some revelations I'm having about the series. Is that, is that a teaser for next episode? Cliffhanger. And 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 the show right now. Just cut it. Cut it. Cut it. I, I can't. I, I have to announce that next week's episode. We're out. Game over, guys. Collection, but more specifically, Halo Combat Evolved. And then I'll cut it there just for you.